Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome back to the mouth. This is your host, Timmy G. Now, you're probably seeing breaking news every single day. A quarterback's being traded. This guy for a third pick. This guy doesn't have a market. This guy's getting $265 million. The last time we talked, I talked about Deshaun Watson. He tells Cleveland one day, I don't want you. No, thank you. I'm going to go to Atlanta. I got all these rappers. These business people hit me up. I'm going to go to New Orleans. I'm going to run the city. And then, boom, he's going to Cleveland. There's a reason why there's a saying called Cleveland sucks. I'm just saying. Heard it's not the greatest place in the world to live. Heard it it has gotten better over the years. I'm not going to judge Cleveland. Never. I've been there one time, had a good time. For real, I did. I went there for a wedding. Uh, it was fun. But I love it that Deshaun Watson's kicking these people to the curb, saying, oh, I'm not going to play for the Browns. And then they show him $245 million, and he's on the squad fully guaranteed. People are outraged by it. People that maybe haven't been paying attention for the last 15 to 20 years in the NFL. The NFL is ran by billionaires, by 32 of them, and then Roger Cadell and the Players Associate. Listen, this is an owner's league. It always has been, and it's based on talent, never about morals. I know it sounds horrible. I'm not, you know, going to say one you know, the NFL handles a lot of things incorrectly, but it's still the most watched, my favorite sport. I try not to worry about what people do off the field because I don't know them personally. And also, you never get the full side of the story. You get what ESPN wants to report. And if you don't think reporting's bad, look at free agency. Oh, this guy got, you know, $100 million. Then you really look down. He really got $30 million, right, on certain contracts. I'm not saying anyone in particular but the agents throw these numbers out there. Then you realize these contracts aren't as bad as you thought. But let's get back to Deshaun Watson. So the one thing is the Cleveland Browns actually and his agent negotiated where they're only he's only losing or his, his year one. He gets a $46 million, I think, or some crazy signing bonus. And then he has a $1 million salary for this upcoming year. Because everybody knows in the right mind that he's going to get suspended, right? What that means is he's not going to lose anything, but, you know, if he gets suspended the whole year, I think he loses a million dollars. Now, listen, a million dollars to me and you, I mean, tremendous amount of money, right? Life-changing money. However, Deshaun Watson and his contract, I thought it was actually pretty pretty smart by them. Um so we'll see how it is. I know a lot of people are outraged. Oh, that's a, you know, a smack to the NFL. That's disrespectful. It's like, how's it disrespectful to the NFL? If the NFL cared about his case and cared about the 22 uh, women and cared about everything and they, they supposedly investigated it, if there was a lot of bad things that they found out and they didn't do anything last year and they made the Houston, Houston Texans pay for him and not put him on the exempt list, shame on them. Because they put Adrian Peterson the minute uh, there was allegations and pictures that came up about him um, hitting his son, rightfully so, they put him on the exception list, right? AP. Um, he had 22 women that were bravely came out, put their names out there. I don't know if this happened or what. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not a, I'm, I don't know anything about the case. But they didn't do anything. So they either found nothing or, you know, it was just a bunch of BS 
or there's more to it. He's going to get suspended because he has to. Just from a PR standpoint, you have to suspend him. Even if he's completely innocent, he didn't touch any, he's got to get suspended. It's just it's too much of a black eye and people would throw a fit and then it would be a public court of law and that's never good for anyone. The guy's probably a scumbag, okay? I'll just say he's a scumbag because of this. Who gets two massages in one day and goes to football practice and all this other stuff by not um, by by independent massage therapists? That's just simply weird. He's driving around the city getting massages. That's just weird in itself in one day. Okay, but now you know now you got me. Get, I'm getting all pissed off about that. But here we go. So now Baker Mayfield, which as of this morning is still on the roster, and people are you know here in Cleveland wants a first round pick. Right now, because of Cleveland's done kicked Baker Mayfield in the head, gave the guy a concussion, two black eyes, and then want to sell him as a face model to everyone else in the NFL, are pissed because they're only getting a six-round offer for him. Tim, he's better than a six-round offer? No joke. I, obviously he is. But here's the deal. If you tell us how bad and ugly he is, and then you put him on the face, you know, you put him on the front cover of your magazine and you want to sell it, no one's going to buy the magazine. Don't beat down the product you're trying to sell. You should have been building up, Baker. Instead, you clearly showed all your colors. Now here, Cleveland and Baker are on horrible terms for multiple reasons, right? One, they've been negotiating with him a contract extension. Baker obviously thought he was better than he was worth. Baker got a little bit of ego, played through injury, said, hey, I'm a team first guy. And he did show that. Now, did he perform well? No. Then the Cleveland Browns had his back and they cut Odell Beckham, right? Then Odell Beckham goes out and plays well for the Rams and then goes to the Super Bowl, plays well in the Super Bowl. And you don't think that was a black eye or a, oh my gosh, look at, you know, every single time an Odell Beckham highlight happened with the Rams uniform, it was a kick to the throat of the Cleveland front office. You got rid of this guy for nothing because of Baker. You had Baker's back. Maybe it wasn't Odell Beckham that was the issue. Maybe it was Baker not being able to throw him the rock. Or maybe it was the offense. Whatever it was. That put some heartburn in the front office. Then you got his agent, Baker Mayfield's agent, negotiating and hard negotiating. Negotiations are never good till the deal's done. Both sides get very emotional. Both sides feel jaded. This happens in negotiation for your own work with, I'm sure, deals happening behind the scenes on different random um, random deals and whatever they may be. And then it also happens in sports. The deal is never good until it's signed. And then everyone's like, oh, that was good. You know, most people walk away with, okay, cool. There's a lot of work, a lot of stress, ups and downs. But then, boom, you sign the deal, everyone Everyone moves on in life and then business continues, continues as usual. So now if I'm Cleveland and you you have a six ground, you know, six uh, round market, and I'll tell you why the market, right? One, Baker's coming off 17 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Okay. Threw for, I don't know how many yards he threw for, but didn't have a great season. But he played through a torn librium, which I believe is like your your you couldn't move his arm over his head. So like that big head of hair that you see on every commercial that he has, he can't, you know, even shampoo his own hair. I don't have to do that because I have no hair. Um, shout out to me saving $5 a month on shampoo for myself. But 
this guy plays through injury. He looked like a damn the Terminator coming out there. He looked like Gronk in his last season with New England. He had so many different bandages on him. He looked ridiculous. I felt bad for the guys going out there playing best he can. Clearly, he sucked. Um, and now negotiations are going back. The front office for the Browns let it known. Hey, we're putting it in there. We're flying out on a private jet. We're going to go talk to Deshaun Watson. Obviously, if you're Baker, it's like, dude, I played through injury. I tried to get us to the playoffs. I tried my best. And now you guys are going to go out and just throw me to the side? Well, yeah, it's a business, Baker. And this is a clear, clear picture for any prospect, anyone in, in business. It's only business. I know we want to take it personable. You worked for your company for 20 plus years and then they cut you. It's all about production. It's all about what unique skill set you bring to the table. Listen, like Snoop said, it's a doggy dog world. It is. Is it unfair? No. Trust me. I 100% agree. But this is just the realization that we all have to come to from a sports and business side of things. It, it's nothing personal. I like you as a person, but I'll, I'll cut you tomorrow if you're not producing. Listen, I'm in a cutthroat business every day. I understand it. But... Now, so Baker's completely pissed. I want to be traded to the Colts. Well, guess what? The Colts, what, why would the Colts want you, Baker? I'm not trying to be a prick, but I'm being honest. Why is Baker, you, you are a smaller, less strong, more unhealthy version of Carson Wentz, and you kind of had the same type of cocky attitude. He was drafted one or two or three, whatever. Carson was drafted third. You were drafted first, Baker. Top three picks, both of you. You, you both have had behind the scenes maybe unique personalities. Baker, you find it that you have to respond to every self, everybody that you know acts like a prick to you on Twitter or you got to be a hard ass to reporters. Dude, just shut your mouth. You wouldn't have gotten, you wouldn't have been in this position. You really wouldn't have. But now you're looked at as a villain because you allowed yourself to look like a villain. It was all good and plenty when Odell Beckham, you know, Cleveland took your side. And speaking of Odell Beckham, karma's a bitch too. Tears his ACL in the Super Bowl after having a game? Listen, it's karma on both sides. Baker now pretty much in the middle of, he's either going to Seattle or who the hell knows what's happening with him. And then you got Odell Beckham, who now can't get a contract, right? Both, both didn't deserve what's happening to him necessarily. But listen, karma catches up to you, unfortunately. Both those dudes are in rough spots right now, right? Odell Beckham hasn't signed because he's trying to get as much guaranteed money as he can. Or he's going to do a one-year contract and do the, you know, try to prove it back from another ACL injury, which is super tough at his age. He's 29 years old. He's already had one ACL. Plus, he's had other low-body uh, injuries. So now, back to my original point because Timmy does the rants. Um, I'm the Cleveland. I'm, I'm Cleveland's front office. I wait with Baker. If I'm only getting a six-round pick because he's only on a one-year contract, too. I forgot to point that out, too. So Baker's on a one-year contract. I think his cap hit is $18 million. So next year, you could franchise tag him if you trade for him. Um, but you're getting a guy coming off a pretty bad year. He's injured. He's also not the tallest guy in the world, okay? He's 5'10", 210, or whatever. Um so you, you, you got all this with Baker. He's got a lot of things going against him. 
And the only team really in the market that, I mean, Drew Locke in Seattle, right? You got, in why I say Seattle, I know they want to say all that stuff about Drew Locke, but listen, Pete Carroll's seven years old. That guy's not trying to go through a rebuild. He's really not. Baker will get you an opportunity to win. He really will. Outside the injury the year before, I mean, he was playing well. Um, you know, and, and Seattle has the right wide receivers. I mean, they got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. So I'm the Cleveland Browns again for the fourth time. Still didn't finish my own statement is I keep him. I hold him. I hold him until either someone gets hurt in camp. Um, I hold him until I find out how long is Deshaun Watson going to be suspended. Say the NFL comes swift down and says, hey, you're suspended for 12 games. Well, cool. I'll keep Baker for 12 games or until someone offers me something I want. But Tim, they just signed Jacob Brissett. Who cares? Jacob Brissett is got signed because then they could move Baker and have a legitimate starter or, or a somewhat decent starter while Deshaun Watson suspended. But just say crazy town, Deshaun Watson gets suspended for the whole year. Well, good. You got Baker for $18.7 million. You got a Super Bowl caliber team. And guess what? You could franchise tag him and then trade his ass. Or do a sign and trade or something crazy. I'm sure you can figure out something. NFL has all these rules, but they're so flexible, right? You have the non-tampering area, right? We just went through a free agency. And before things are official, the NFL NFL's own PR, um, Instagram and Twitter, are, are displaying Khalil Mack in a Chargers uniform. Um, and someone else, they did another, and it wasn't even official. So the, the tampering thing is the NFL has very flexible, their own flexible uh rules themselves, right? Um, and then I understand one other thing. The Kelvin Ridley guys, the trade, I hear a lot of people getting pissed off. Kelvin Ridley got traded for a year. Listen, the NFL investigated that. They came swift. It was an investigation for a while. I would love to understand if he walked away from a mental space or if it was the NFL coming up with the plan to have him walk away from the team unexpectedly, very weird and random um, so they can investigate. Because wouldn't it make sense? The NFL doesn't want it to get out that he's they're investigating him for gambling on his own sport, which is a big, huge no-no. And I'll tell you why. The integrity of the game won. Oh, well, he didn't, you know, he did bet on his team. The one parlay he did. Win or lose. He has insider information. Listen, if you're going to throw Martha Stewart in jail for, for inside trading on the stock market, same concept. It's it's a huge no-no, especially with your with all the deal uh, all the deals that the NFL has with you know sports betting in general, how they're this is just the beginning of it because they're going to have sports betting inside the facilities. They're doing all sorts of crazy things. They're going to be doing a tremendous amount of uh, extra business partnerships with fantasy football and making that into sports betting. They're going to dive there. They're going to get into that and make some super leagues. And there's all sorts of things coming down. Kelvin Ridley was making a, his result to the NFL was a multi-billion dollar um, liability. Deshaun Watson, what he did is a horrible thing. But the NFL, unfortunately, the players, I mean, the uh, coaches, the owners, not the coaches, the owners, I don't think they're not, they're affected by K 
cash flow. They're affected by money. They don't they don't necessarily get affected because Deshaun Watson's a scumbag. They don't. Not yet. You know, they haven't. It's unfortunate, but these people care about money, which is kind of terrible. But there's a reason there's the NFL is successful in some areas and sh you shake your head and wonder why they do some things the way they do. It is what it is. Um, so I think the Cleveland Browns just hold stall and, you know, Baker could be as pissed off as he wants and he could sit out. Good. Go sit out and say, you don't want to come to training camp and you want to do all that. I, I, I wouldn't care. You're getting $18.7 million and there's no team for me to give to you. Now, the market's going to be way better next year. So I think Baker just stay. Listen, you got a house in Cleveland. It sucks. But what are you going to do in Seattle if they're not going to trade for you? Where are you going? Honestly, think of the teams. Now, I have to make a super big confession. I'm not sold yes, on Justin Fields. I don't know why I'm not sold on him, but I'm not. I'm sorry. Well, Tim, you had to play with Nagy. I know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence. But Trevor Lawrence showed like he was getting better. And, and, and also this offseason, the Bears haven't gotten any weapons. And, and I get it. You don't want to overpay. And there's still a tremendous amount of time in the offseason, the draft, everything. So who knows what will happen. But, man, a lot to be desired there. A lot to be desired. On, if, you, if you're going to blame Nagy, what next year you're going to give him out because he has no weapons, like eventually, you know, you only got this guy on a rookie contract for three years. Go look at what the Chargers are doing, ladies and gentlemen. They traded for Khalil Mack. They already got Bosa. Imagine those two dudes. They go out and sign the, the best cornerback, J.C. Jackson. They go out and sign Mike Williams for $20 million a year. Did you know there's only one team in the NFL with two, which there's only seven total, but they have two of them that are getting paid $20 million a year uh, as a wide receiver. The Chargers. You know why? Because they have Justin Herbert on a rookie contract so they can make those moves. Well, guess who else has that, ladies and gentlemen? Shocking no other. Justin Fields. I get it. We got to clean up this roster. I'm just saying. You got two and a half years. You got this year and next year to, to get some, some weapons around him and get him in the right offense and to get it moving. Like I said, I'm driving right now to O'Hare. Shout out to me. I got to fly. I'm going to fly to Kansas City, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a football town, because we can't, call, you know. And the other thing is, it's like, Tim, why don't you trust Justin Fields? Well, hey, I'll tell you why. I'm 38 years old. We've never had a quarterback that threw over 29 touchdowns. So just put that in perspective. We don't have any quarterback that threw 30 tutties in one year. 30 touchdowns. And we have the same fans that want to piss on Carson Wentz. And Bart Baker, guys, we never had any of these people. We've never had quarterbacks this good. Like we haven't. And listen, I'll give Justin Fields, and I want him to be great. So hear me out. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, damn. Well, he improved. No, it was weird. He made some athletic plays. I thought he held the ball too long. I thought everything in his scouting report. Now, I'm a nerd. I watch the scouting report. I talk. I look at the combine. I talk to guys that are actually draft experts. I probably should get him on my podcast. I know I get a little bit lazy and the guests. I like to just talk to him, get my information and move on with my life. I'm wild like that. I get the thrill out of speaking to them and then, you know, it is what it is. But let's enjoy what we have 
and I will enjoy it, but we got two years to turn this around, ladies and gentlemen. I want us to be successful. I want to go to the Super Bowl. I want to crush the game. I'm a huge, huge, huge Bears fan. I want nothing but success. But I am, you've done this to me. I'm a little old in the head because you, you waited 38 years and I haven't seen a great quarterback yet. But nevertheless, this was driving to the airport rant by Timmy G. And like I said, unless you get a third round picker better for Baker, and I get it, you could complain about the market, I keep him. Sorry, Baker. You know, not everything is, uh, you know, flowers and uh, rose petals, buddy. You're, you're a professional, plus you'll get your value worth more and you might even make more money. I hope all of you have a phenomenal day. And like I said, I appreciate your support. If you could tell a friend, if you could five-star the podcast, that would be great, seriously. I do plan on growing it this year. I love the rants in the car. They're actually pretty fun. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a great day.